October 25, 
for Pedro Show. Happy Monday. Rainy Pedro, which is kind of rare. Cali being in a drought. North of us, though, they're getting pummeled. So hopefully no mudslides. Starting to show I'm a dreamer, aren't we all? John Coltrane. Friday got his Love Supreme live in Seattle. 77 minutes. I listened to it 15 times. About 18 hours. Then we heard Stobbitz and Waterhouse. Crown cuts uh, because of those Estonian software engineers with the Skype invention I have with me. Mary Stobbitz. Welcome aboard, Mary. Hello. <laughs> Got to give Brother Bill Nace credit for the connect. <laughs> you ever been to Hamburg? Have I what? Town in Germany called Hamburg. Oh, I've never been to Hamburg, no. Because I played on a boat that was an East German from old days. Fishing trawler, and its name was almost Stobitz. Very close. So I thought maybe... It's a German name. Yeah, well, then this boat was German too. And in fact, they turned the whole refrigerated hull that held the fish. That's where you played. I want to get into your story, though, about your journey concerning music. So please bring your earliest musical recollection. Oh, boy. Um, my earliest musical res uh, recollection is playing with my plastic teddy bear picnic box uh, outside the sliding glass doors while my dad was listening to Steely Dan. The Dan. Yes, he was listening to the Dan. Very specifically, he was listening to. Um, oh God, uh, he was. Oh, Not what's so that specific, song? is it? No. <laughs> but we know it was the Dan. Specific. Okay. Now, oh, the Royal this... Scam. The Royal Scam. Okay. And I remember the record Who's cover the because it scared on that? me. Who's the guy playing drums all over that? Yes. Who? Who is playing drums on that record? I have no idea. Well, I'm going to enlighten you. Bernard Purdy, and he's doing a thing called the Purdy Shuffle. This is a man who claims to be on Beatles records. When oh. you hire this man, he'll bring in these big posters and shit, set them up around his drum set, saying, you hired the hit maker. He's a tripper. And uh, he made a record with the last poets. Oh, my God. Oh, I love on that Casablanca. record. Yeah, beyond, it's called Beyond... The Garden of Delights or some shit. One side is a whole opera, right? About these gin trying to make a robot that can kill God. And then the other side's got some two. But they, uh, it's it's not just rapping. It's also got, you know, Bernard on the drums. And this guy, they never met again who did the bass and guitar. They just called him man. Anyway, man. this pad you grew up in where you were being saturated with the Dan. Yeah, Kid <laughs> Charlemagne. It's, that's about... Uh, uh, Owsley, right? And the LSD. Yep, it was, yeah, it was that record. Right, that right. And Don't Take Me Alive. There's some really good songs on there. You know, I, Georgie loved them, so Minutemen tours we'd have to hear. Not just one Dan record, but two at a time. They were a cassette, right? Both sides. So <laughs> in this pad where you're getting soaked in Dan, was there any musical instruments? No, there was not. Can I ask you, in in grade school, uh, were you in the choir, the marching band, or shit like that? I played violin for about fifteen minutes. Okay, you didn't dig it. Uh, no, it was it was really hard. It okay. was it was harder than I anticipated, and I couldn't. I, I don't know what I was thinking about sound at the time, but I definitely wasn't getting the sound that I thought I was supposed to be getting out of it. Okay, first record you bought with your own money, please. Uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates, H2O. Good singer. Philly sound. Yes. Philly, Bill Nace. 
Where are you talking to me from? Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Pawtucket. Okay, George Hurley loved that sign on the freeway. Pawtucket, ma fuck it. Pot sucked it, all this shit, Georgie. It just light him up like a fuse, man. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a native word, right? Old, old timey. Um, before. Yeah, it is. It's a, uh, it, it, I believe it is a Native American word. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no other explanation for Pawtucket. <laughs> like, what could that and, be in well, English? Well, maybe somebody wanted to get George Hurley off a couple hundred years down the road. Yeah. Okay. This uh, guy's going to love this. First gig you saw. <laughs> Oh, geez. I think it was um, The Violent Femmes and 10,000 Maniacs. Okay, it's a Watt for Pedro show. No wrong answers. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. Wow. So what about the thing after school, not, not graduate, but afternoon, garage band, basement band, bedroom band? Did you do that kind of shit? No, I never, I never did that. I was a pretty, I was a pretty isolated kid and I spent a lot of time reading and listening to things, but not really doing them. Okay. Listening to things like music, right? Part of yes. it. Yes. Okay. What was your big connect as a kid with music besides the Dan and your pop? Oh, well, I mean, like the thing that was sort of a, a light bulb moment for me was um, early in high school, I heard that New Order song, uh, Perfect Kiss on the radio. And, you know, and it's like this disco song and but two thirds of the way into it, there's a break and a bridge. And then all these spring frogs rise up into the song. And it's the, it, there's still the beat, but there's all these frogs chirping at once, which is just such a beautiful, beautiful sound. And then, you know, and then it, it flipped back into disco and and it ends with the sheep bleeding. And I thought, wow, I heard that on the radio. Somebody just put frogs into a song. You can just do that. Any kind of sound can end up music, as you're saying. It doesn't have to come from a musical instrument created by a human being. Precisely. Precisely. That, that, that's, that's, I think, important. I think sea change. In fact, I took the punk movement to get that in through the Berlin walls of my fucking head. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard, you know, until you fucking learn it for yourself. No one oh, can yeah. talk it into you. You have to. Okay. So even though there was this disco thing, it was almost like a, a huge contrast, nature and m machinery. Oh, yes. Yes. That's but what I love. But in the same tune. <laughs> so you want to do this yourself. It's, uh, I don't know if I thought that at the time. I just thought, wow, that sounded good. Because um, in the, you know, in the Dan house, there was also a ton of Beatles and a ton of Beach Boys and, you know, like Paul Revere and the Raiders and, you know, like all that kind of stuff that's just like straight human. pop rock yeah. music. 100% human. Yeah. It's, it's also 100% predictable, but it's all very elegant and pretty and put together nice. So we are seduced every fucking time we hear it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so how do we know what we really like? Well, we didn't. <laughs> yes. Good point, Mary. Great point. Great point. They say freedom of choice, right? But if only certain choices, it's not, right? You only know what you can pick from, right? And if you haven't been uh, initiated or had your mind blown, oh, you're going to yeah, have a limited set of, choice. of uh, choices, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Do you start using a tape recorder as a musical instrument? Well, um, to tape to tape stuff off the radio, or or I frogs, think. or fucking sheeps. 
It's um, yeah, I would like I would tape stuff out in the yard with like my portable tape deck. But, yeah. you know, I didn't think of that as like field recording or anything. That was just stuff that I like to listen to. So it was like your personal music. Yes. Yes. It was my personal music. God, I just I, I completely forgot that I did that until I told you. Know you what? Just I think in the old <laughs> yeah, but Mary, I, I bet bitch in the old 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 tiny days. That's why people took walks in the woods. Oh yeah. Right? To hear nature's fucking gigs. Exactly. Exactly. Look, you gave me this music here. Beehive. Donna Parker. Beehive. Let's listen.
J'ai promis que jamais on ne vieillirait Mais maintenant je suis tout seul Depuis que tu as trouvé Celui qui te sucerait ces belles choses Mais je ne peux pas oublier Ces jours après mes Quand on rentrait le soir Truck of Music start off with Donna Parker, Beehive, just tripping on uh, state roadsides, state Utah, United States. Use the <laughs> Beehive as a metaphor, as a graphic. Wig out from SLWCC Watt, Sam Locke Ward, an Iowa City collab I got with him. Got it by Voices Brand New, High in the Rain, Bob Pollard with another batch Tunes every two, three months, right? There's another album. Franjo from Trobakova Kushne Pesci from former Yugoslavia, Slovenia now. Kira, that Kay's new album, What's Left is a tune. She also plays with this uh, a buddy of hers, Glenn uh, Thud, is a proj. And Candy, Candy was her first punk name, Kay told me years ago. Boris <laughs> Prend in the D.C. area of Pyrotic Scenario. Ed Boggle, brand new. The city, breakdance music. What a title. Okay. <laughs> Divian's Ridicule from Marie Mathematique. Somebody, uh, a bunch of uh, artists, mainly French, made a cassette of the 
tribute to the t TV personalities of uh, England. Right? Kind of funny, man. <laughs> so I'm going to play one of those till we're done. And then finally, Donna Parker again. They like the cars. <laughs> right. Go, go boom. Funny bunny. and It reminded me of this other rap, too. Bunny, they like the boom. Remember that? That's 20 <laughs> years ago, so I'm sure 30 years ago, my fucking memory. Okay, let's get on with your thing. So you, you, you're making, you, you have no idea about field recordings, but you're just making recordings for yourself. But you're getting into the, the disco mixed in with the frogs and the sheep, getting you to think there's a lot of possibilities. Oh, yeah. You can get in on, on music without yeah, that I mean, violin stuff. No, not the violin. I didn't really want to play guitar or drums or anything like that. You know, I tried I tried acting for a while. I thought that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to perform. Yeah. And that's kind of a I gig, did, right? I did want that's to perform. Kind of I just wanted to play music while I did it. Well, yeah, I think we call those musicals. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're kind of acting and little dialogue then you burst into a big fucking song the whole fucking stage uh, well you know i could never yeah. get the parts at musicals at school because i can't sing ah okay. so it's, it's well that's vo vo too, voice like... as an instrument okay yeah but then jimmy durani i don't know about his singing voice so but i mean you know it's all about winning over the crowd working the room maybe with that stuff yeah Mu musicals oh, yeah. seem like it was all about uh, getting people together right Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. gang, let's put on a show. Yeah, right. Mickey Rooney and Judy Gart, let's do a show. Let's save the town. Put on a show. <laughs> but it, there's something righteous about that, as long as they don't tell you what the show's supposed to be. <laughs> so, yeah, when do you get into that shit? When do you perform music for the first time? Oh, for the first time, I the first time I played a show, like my own solo. Oh, well, I, I, I did sing in a band. So I guess that was a misnomer. I guess I can sing in that way that I could front a band, but I don't have a very good voice. Um, and I played at an open mic night in a bowling alley Whoa. and kind of a swanky spot. And they had like all these, you know, like mid-century lamps on the stage. And stuff. A fancy pad bowling alley. Yeah, this fancy pad bowling alley called the Milky Way in Jamaica Plain. Okay. And... How'd it go? I mean, what was this band oh, called? Well, How did you get in this band? How'd this fucking happen? Oh, you know, we were all hanging around and like making a movie together, so we just figured that we would we should also start a band. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> when you make a movie, you always fucking start a band, of course. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, <laughs> it's right. It's like the next logical step. This band have a name? Yes, it was called Dibutal. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Stupid what? <laughs> And how did it go? Was it a success? Were you scared? Oh, well, we felt that it was a success because the booker was very angry with us and we almost broke a couple of things. Whoa. Yeah. Got a little rowdy. <laughs> we were like, great show. Little, and they were like, physical get out. drama? <laughs> little physical drama? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody, like, cut the shit and started the pit? Well, yeah. So, yeah, somebody got, like, extra excited. Okay, okay. <laughs> to fly on now, how long does this project last for you oh geez oh that that burned out like a match oh, that okay. lasted like maybe like uh three months okay and then what, what, what i don't want to be a, a front woman oh but but, but but it was but. just enough time for us to challenge a rival band to a, a boxing match in the basement of a drag bar in boston called jocks yeah and 
we wrote like this big like diss song about this other band and how we hated their drummer and all yeah. this stuff. And then we fought each other on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Chingasos? I mean, uh, Fistica? <laughs> yeah, boxing gloves. Okay. Oh, boxing gloves. Okay, okay. We're civil. <laughs> Pummel, pummeling, we were trying but to, still you know, civil. We were trying to be somewhat civilized. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And, and what is that the last gig? And that, I believe that was the last Divutal gig, yes. We okay, went so, out with so how, where, where, what's your next chapter in music? So you don't want to be a lead after, singer for a band anymore, right? Uh, no, no, because it was, it was too much work. Like, I, I was trying to write lyrics, and yeah. I can't write lyrics. I can, you know, I can barely carry a tune. I can't even think about words, you know? I was like, I would think about, I, I, I thought about things too abstractly. But still, music had a big hankering for oh yeah yeah okay. oh it was it was the stage part it was the performance part that i had so much fun with and i'm like i can i can i'll, I'll figure out a way to keep doing yeah this. yeah what's the next strategy so the next thing was i got i acquired a whole bunch of random equipment i had a couple of pedals i had a mixer i had this um i had this little sampler that only held a minute worth of music that you could split up between like 10 pads <laughs> It was like, it was very primitive, really difficult to use. And I just started screwing around. You know, I didn't know how anything worked and that ignorance worked to my advantage. So I would just plug stuff in until I could hear it. And I think um, that the song that you're going to play, We Like the Cars, that um, that's something I Already made with that it. ampler. Already played it, Mary. Already played. So, Already played. So you're telling me you kind of waded right into electronic music. I did, yeah. You're not using frogs. You're not using sheeps. Nope. Nope. Hadn't even thought of it at the okay, time, too. Yeah, yeah. So you're using like, and you're not really using beats. No, no. I think for like a little bit, I was just trying to deconstruct the music that I liked. Sure, sure. Okay, and, and take it give apart. Give it like a new form. Okay. That's great. And uh, do you, what, what do you call this? Just Mary Stobbitz? Oh, oh, well, you know, it was just, you know, yeah, it was just Mary Stobb. It's like nobody really, you know, I wasn't advertising anything that I was doing. And I, I don't know how I fell into, oh, I know exactly how I fell into like noise music. My friend Carl uh, was like a harsh noise guy. He still is. And um, Carl, I, I mean, Carl looks looks like the, the he's the archetype of the power electronics, harsh noise guy. I mean, he has a black leather vest. He has like the police hat, you know, <laughs> he wears like aviator style glasses. Like really like he couldn't have done this better if he had tried. So he, what about, um, what was... about butt floss bikini? <laughs> Carl doesn't have the balls. To do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a guess, Mary. Oh boy! Oh, that's an image that I'm gonna be, <laughs> that's going to be with me for Branded a while. Branded on the brain, okay. <laughs> so Carl, who plays under Carl Heinz, um, had a show at that same at the basement of that drag bar, Jacques. Right. And I was like, Carl, can I come be your dancer? And he was like, Yeah, why not? And you know, it was towards it was it was the day before Christmas, and um, and I was trying to think of what I could do that was interesting. I went to the thrift store and I found like this nurse's dress, like this white nurse's dress. And I was like, oh, all right, maybe I'll be like the caged up nurse. And so I, uh, my friend Tracy, who is a filmmaker, she knew how to make fake blood. She had a great recipe for it. So 
I went and so I mixed up a whole bunch of blood and I got a roll of a uh, chicken wire from the from, from Home Depot so I could be in a cage. And I, I, at the club, I was wrapping this chicken wire around these, these cement poles. And I had like, I had my, like my fake blood, like half in like my mouth and like half like next to me if I needed it for something else. So Carl starts rolling out this like super crazy, like, you know, and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, yeah, I'm feeling it. And so I start like jumping against like pushing against this chicken wire that's separating me from the audience. Um, the only thing was that the chicken wire wasn't really secure. So I fell through it and I smashed my face on the cement floor of the club (laughs) and it all snapped up all around me, like all this chicken wire. So then I was trapped in the wire and Carl's like, (laughs) and so I'm, so I spent most of this set trying to crawl out of this wire that's like abrading my skin and my face, and I have like this purple goose egg on my head. Right, but this is the gateway event that gets you into electronic music. Oh yes, yes, and I had to um, go home for Christmas the next day. <laughs> that's the way it eyes. goes, you know. Life deals your hand like that. Mary, we're at the end of the first hour, October 25, 2021 edition of Pedro Show. Special guest, Mary Stavitz. Hold tight for hour two. October 25, 2021, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. Thank you. 
Hot for Pedro show start off the second hour. Donna Parker in the woods, not alone. Three. Moshat Dom out of Ukraine. Lubit. Il. Vipolet. Vipolet. Yeah, my Ukrainian. Or maybe it's Belarus. Maybe it's Ruski. It's Slavic language, and I should fucking learn that shit, but I'm too stupid. And I apologize. Sorry. So it's a lot of consonants. Yeah. <laughs> and they're used a little different. Okay. Good fuck out of that from Chicago. After that, confirm my senses. I played very loud and I did not listen. Brand new from Jerome Breyer to Damon Smith duo. And then finally, In the Woods, Not Alone, Seven. Donna Parker. You got to hit me. Who? Donna Parker, what is this? Oh, okay. So um, after I played that show at Jacques. Um, I was like, oh, I'm so into the scene now. I, I, I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm in this. Yeah. And so, you know, I'd already figured out some electronic things that I could do with my pedals. And at this era of noise, which was like late nineties, early two thousands, it was just a lot of dudes who had like photocopied porn tape covers and all that stuff. And they were all, you know, like super like, Rrr. And, I, you know, I mean, I knew I was going to have a hard enough time being a girl, but I was like, yeah, you what? <laughs> but I was thinking, I was thinking, well, I want to, uh, I want to. You know, Robin Grissom had cozy tootie fan. I mean, there was women making noise. Delia Darbyshire, right? With the BBC. Oh, Warsaw. yeah. Yeah. So this idea that it was a boy's world was kind of a bum rush. Anyway, it was, go on, yeah, go on. It was sort of, you know, it was just how it was. It was just the fact of it, you know. Well, yeah, a lot of incongruities. But anyway, you were out to make it right. So what, what Donna Parker. So Donna Parker. So I was trying, I, I wanted to set myself apart. And I was thinking about, you know, who is the least likely person to play noise and to, you know, like represent this, this entire idea. And I had, um, I had collected all these uh, teen girl books from the 50s and 60s. And one of them was a series of this girl, Donna Parker. And Donna Parker was this super straight, suburban, probably New Jersey girl. And, you know, like very solid households, all A's in school. She solved like really lame mysteries, like what's up with the cranky janitor? And there's a mysterious house in the woods. And I was like, man, Donna Parker would never play noise. Donna Parker would be horrified by this. There was a, a lady named Dorothy like this too, like a teenage lady who's, figured out all kinds of shit oh yeah 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 i know who you're talking about yeah but they're all versions of like this old lady agatha christie right in her (laughs) yes k love this shit you know because they're like puzzle things and and also women could be heroines they could figure out this shit and usually oh yeah nancy miss marple that's her name nancy drew yeah that's what i'm trying to think of um but but the way Miss Marple did it. She'd always relate it back to her town. You know what? That guy reminds me of the fucking mailman. And she would use this <laughs> shit to figure this shit out. Okay, okay. Now now I remember Donna Parker. Okay. Thank you. And so you use like a real Square John character to yep. embody this pioneer musical spirit. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I had a lot to work with from the books, too, because the books were illustrated. Right. You right. know, just like line drawings here and there. But it was, you know, like of like a teenage girl, like 
like sulking on her bed or, you know, like nervous before giving a big speech, like things like that. Like I had so much to work with from this. So I could put like drama. all that part. Human drama of, of you know, teen like, life. Like dead flayed prostitute. <laughs> and you know what? I, I don't think there was teenagers, you know, rock and roll, all this kind of what I think they call that shit YA now. Right. <laughs> Yes, that is right. Yes, young adults. <laughs> I can't stand that fuck. Just genre, <laughs> fuck it. But when you get into literature, oh my god, uh, uh, <laughs> you get. Uh, uh, I want to play some more Donna Parker. Yap, yap, yap. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Pedro show talking about Cormac McCarthy and his ability to put together a sentence but man some brutal shit um, sometimes the road people utopia the other side dystopia because uh, Mary here's uh, expressing some hope from some utopia not dystopia kind of thing I'm just trying to be positive you know there was some of that in the 60s more you know uh, as it, uh as, uh, oh, Isaac, Isaac Asimov. Asimov and yeah, Arthur C. But Clarke. Didn't they twist that? Wasn't he twisted into? Oh, no, that was L. Ron Hubbard that was twisted into well, the. Well, because he turned it into a business re- slash religion or something, uh... and he got away with it. He still is somehow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because people are gullible, right? They might put this fucking clown back in office. Anyway, no, 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 no. This Shh. chunk of music started with Yap 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 Donna Parker. My daddy ate my eyes after that with F is for Ralphie. Love that kind of <laughs> love bounded by water, a novelization of drowning, which is a buddy of uh, uh, Randolph Christopher Randolph. Uh, Randolph, what's his state up? He's up in Eugene. That's a buddy of his. And then here's something you gave me, Mary. A collab, I think. Arkham Foam, Mary Stobbins with tense time in a crowded room. <laughs> To enlighten me to Arkham Foam. Arkham Foam, yes. Arkham Foam is um, a, the, his name is Adam Cole, and he is um, he's he's been around for quite a while. He's he does tapes. It's always been cassettes for him. Okay. And he is um, oh God, how do I describe? Adam is a botanist. <laughs> but how, oh, but abs- tell me about this collab, this piece of music here. Botanist. Oh, this particular piece of music. There's a great band um, out of the city, by the way, called Botanist. And they, 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 this guy, he wow. plays fucking electric zither. And wow. It, and it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, that stuff out of uh, Scandinavia, <laughs> cookie monster kind of thing. But uh, his name's Roberto Backwards, so with the, whatever that is, O'Trebor. Oh, Beautiful man. Yeah, I had him on the show. And he names all his tunes after flowers. So maybe your, your buddy Carl yeah, could get hip to this. And you, <laughs> no, right? One discipline informing the other. Why not? But did, yeah, how did this no, come along with you guys? This piece here. So in that in that um, in in that excerpt, um, I'm playing a I'm playing a turntable. It's a it's a portable uh, 78 player with a with a steel turntable on it, and I'm using various objects against the turntable to make them make sound. Whoa! So 
Anything uh, very scratchy. Well, what about Brother Arkham? What is he working? And Arkham's got tapes. I don't tapes. even know what's okay. on these tapes. So he's got already like a buttload of stuff prepared? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then maybe he's responding to your musics with, ah, this will fit good with here, and maybe I'll put this in here. Or who went first? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't know. We both do. Okay. <laughs> or like at the same time, I don't know. You just listen to each other. Well, like, well oh, in this case here, the, to be specific, like tense time in a crowded room. To me, that it's kind of emotes an emotion there. Yeah. Like, it God does. damn. <laughs> yeah, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, well, it was a crowded room and nobody would stop talking. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, like the germ song, right? I want out now. We yes, must bleed, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. It felt like that. Okay, okay. So, uh, and uh, have you guys done a bunch of other stuff too? Oh yeah, we've done quite oh, a few okay. things. Um, we're we're in a trio with uh, Vic Rawlings, who's on another track that I gave you when we're playing Noise together. And um, Adam plays tapes. Uh, you know Vic what? Plays... I think it's the last tune we're going to play on the oh. show today. Donna Park and Vic Rawlings with. Uh, God, it's got a long ass title. I know, I know. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> we'll wait till we play it though to give the title. I want to fucking ruin the money <laughs> shot, right? So, but but go on. You guys got a trio. What's it called? Oh, so we got we have a trio. It's just called Foam Rolling Stobbits. And uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just called Foam Rolling Stobbits. <laughs> it's a great name. Great name. And uh, we've been, um, we've been, uh, it, it was a pandemic thing that we started playing outdoors together uh-huh. because we could, you know, we've got the space and, you know, and, like we, we don't require a lot of power or amplification. So I'm, I'm mostly playing a rake and uh, turntable objects. Adam's playing tapes and uh, Vic's playing a cello through some transducers that he built himself. Now, when you come up, to compose a piece, how's it done? You say everybody starts at once? It was, um, and yeah, we all sort of, I don't know, somebody starts first. Yeah, that's what I thought, you know. Unless it's like a drag race and you're watching the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say right, the gun yeah, goes off, but we know about that shit. <laughs> we don't want to wait for the fucking gun to go off. You know who else got killed that way? Was Bruce Lee's boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, North Branson Carolina, Reed. like 20, 30 years ago, right? Mm. And it was terrible, too. You watch that movie, The Crow. And, that's I mean, it. That's you know, it. It's very dated now, but he was like, he had a lot of charisma. He was a very magnetic yeah, actor. So they said, we can use pewters for the muzzle flashes. We don't have to do this anymore. We're at the end of yeah, the second I... hour, October 25, 2021. Special guest, Mary Stobbitz. Hold tight for hour three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> October 25, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watch for Pedro show.
take up some mark, please? Yeah. Yes. show. I don't like a lot of TV, Mary, but I did like that show. The Prisoner People, Patrick McGowan, 70-68. I think it was the most expensive show made. I didn't know it was color till I got the DVDs in the 90s. 
Goodbye. You saw that in black and white that whole time? That's all we had, man. Color TVs oh, wow. in the 60s were a lot of bones. My pop was a sailor. I mean, she used to be. Okay. Started second, uh, a third hour. Don't fuck up what. Henry Birdsey and Mary Stobbitz were distant duo. Then share uh, reboot. Okay, this is the part five of the Gollum. Sharon Gollum. I think there's one or two more parts. The whole thing is really beautiful. Kind of the, it's an old story, a Hebrew, a Yiddish, that um, Mary Shelley picked up on for a Frankenstein. Little bits. And Babes, mm -hmm. New York City, worst fucking name ever. But I <laughs> like their songs. And it, yeah, this one's called Shut Up. Kind of stupid thing. Guy up there. Yeah. Crane after that with Funky Rock Groove. Which I guess is what it is. And Ray Shin with uh, Discomfit. Finally. Stop it, some Waterhouse. Sounds like legal team. <laughs> or a steakhouse. No, but there was some Waterhouse, like that they would want to confirm some kind of results. So, like, Price and Waterhouse, that's what it was. And who Yo, knew who these fucking people were? Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> we believe that. Pick up for Mark. Stop it in Waterhouse. So these these are two uh, projects I don't know about. So please enlighten us, myself and the listeners. Oh, well, um, Distant Duos was um, was something that Russ Waterhouse and I produced over like the beginning of COVID, you know, when we were shut down and like in a panic and we wanted to uh, do something. And, you know, like the music community can be very fragile and it's something that Absolutely. and we instantly missed seeing people and connecting with people and listening to each other's music. So we had this idea to team up two musicians and have them each record five minutes of music while thinking about the other musician. And then we would overlap the two tracks. And that was, that was the duo. So yeah. you didn't hear anything that your partner was doing. You just thought about them sure, and sure. recorded five minutes. And then they thought about you and recorded five minutes. And right. then we put it together. Imagined. Imagined uh, uh, scenarios. Yeah, th th that's very interesting. What a way to set yeah. up a, a, a situation to make some interesting music. And oh then, yeah, yeah. We had it's um every that's all up in Bandcamp under Distant Duos Bandcamp .com. Okay, the Henry Birdsey thing. Yep, the Henry Birdsey thing is there. You know, like all the people that we that we hauled out for. Oh, this they, both these projects are part of the same project, really. Yes, yeah, okay, the Distant yeah. Duos is, is me and me and Henry's contribution to that. Okay, and then the other one was you and uh, Mr. Waterhouse. Yes, that's right, me and Russ Waterhouse. Russell, uh, we started Russell. we we started doing um, we started doing sound art together, and it was you know okay. It's been a while. Well, let me ask you personally, what's it like to play with different people doing this kind of stuff? Do you always bring the same Mary? No. So depending on the other cat. Yep. That's what kind of Mary he's going to show. Okay. Yep. I like that. I like that. Some people, it's, you know, one trick pony, right? Oh, yeah. This is what yeah, you get, right? I, you know, it's kind of being lazy, right? Because if you want to make it okay, there you go. Well, you know, it turns into monologues and soliloquies. I mean, if you want to really get a conversation going, right, you got to listen and respond, and maybe. Oh, of course. And that's how you, and that's that's how I think of it when it, when I play with all these people is let's, let's have a conversation. And what usually starts them? And um, like introductions, well, like you, you like you watch somebody and wow, I like the what uh, he or she's doing. I should ask yes. if they want to fucking collab. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Just from going to shows and meeting people and hearing things. and I asked that, Mary, because there's this other game called the name game. And people don't even hear it. It's like, oh, but he knows him and, you know, he blows him and he knows him and he blows him. And yeah. And all of a sudden, like, it's not music. It's like this. Uh, the way they made movies in the 30s, right? Well, who's going to be yes. on the marquee? Yes. Yeah, but you don't have a script yeah. yet. You don't have a director. You don't have a cameraman. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind we of just have these two names. And we'll yeah, right. The name, that's why I call it the name game. So you have to see, you got to witness the music first, though. Oh, yeah, I yeah, that. I don't, I love it. because, you know, I mean, I don't know, I, I mean, you can just be like a 22-year-old hot Brooklynite yeah. and do something that somebody else already did 15 years ago, and you're on the cover of The Wire, you know, I, I, I'm being general, I'm not talking about No, but there was a great song, but, this band, uh, uh, what were they called, uh, Black Humor, and this is early 80s, and there's a line from one of their tunes where this lady's screaming, the only thing new it's you finding out about it. I just love it. Hippies right. and black leather jackets. Hippies. She keeps screaming hippies. I want to play this. Uh, this is another. Now, this don't even have fucking people's names. Grease release. Let's play. Thank you. 
music for this edition that chunk started off with grease release a clatter in cumberland then landowner from england stone path tolem and modariz modarizda modirzda yeah that's what it is modirzda and uh that's on his world he sold the boat now him and his wife were touring around on trains oh yeah the boat i meant van yeah no 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 coche yeah He's balls out. Uh, facet 39 to 40. I really get mad at my equipment, and Vic just ignores me and keeps playing like the professional that he is. Donna Parker <laughs> and Vic Rollins. I'm assuming that Donna Parker named this tune, which is your, uh, your alter ego, of course. Yes, that's right. I mean, it's dangerous to assume, but I'm making a wild-ass guess. <laughs> and something happened, what, at a gig where you weren't listening? You were playing too loud? Oh, well, no, just something broke. Although I can't hear it in the track now, but I was getting so frustrated. Oh, you mean the track got named later? You're later saying the track, never... the track got named later after after it was done? Yes. Okay. And in a way, you were trying to make a documentary out of it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, explain more, please. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, the the grease release thing. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, what about that? Oh yeah. So um, I went to this. I went to this local noise show, and I saw this kid who was wearing a David Tudor T-shirt, and he had a um, he had this broken ass turntable that he had um, stuck various things to and let it run as part of the set. So he had this rhythm of like, pithum, 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 you know, and he uh, had a, um, a, a speed, uh, the speed thing that you normally use for like a drill that he was able to like, uh, like 
make it go faster or slower, control the speed on the turntable. And at that time, I was also screwing around with the turntable, just putting different things on it. And I was like, God, you know what would be so cool? A two turntable band. And we had our friends and um, we had a friend who played uh, trumpet, our friend Sean Fennessy. And so I was like, wait, what about two turntables and a trumpet? No one has done this. Yes. And that is Grease Release. <laughs> okay. What was the first Grease Release gig like? Oh, it was um, a lot of fun. <laughs> we uh, The first Grease Release gig was at this uh, place called Cold Spring Hollow in Belchertown, which is like this uh, condemned punk house that, uh, almost condemned, that uh, has shows, you know, very, very often. And we played in this room called The Haunted Room because it was haunted and full of garbage <laughs> and a weird smell. Oh, and um, I was just trying to uh, balance my stuff around several abandoned milk crates and detrius all over the floor. And I think I picked up a couple of things off the floor and just played them because why not use everything about your environment that you can? Whoa. What do you, what's right now on the burner for you? What are you cooking up recording wise? Um, right now, uh, well, I'm waiting for a Stavitz and Waterhouse CD to come out, which is oh, a bunch wow. of things we did. You know what? When you get that out, will you both come on the show and do it? Oh, we'd love to. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. We'll play all the stuff. We could talk about that. And maybe, you know, things will get revealed that didn't get revealed here. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd so, be great. Okay, but that already got done and it's waiting to come out, right? Yes, yes, that's right. And um, I'm working on another um, uh, uh, another remote recording with uh, Henry Birdsey in okay. that same kind of style uh, that was on the Distant Duo. And that's that like Train Files, right? Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, he, he recorded some things and sent them to me, and now I need to record my response. Oh, and I've been very lucky to get performances. I have like three shows coming up in the next two months, and I'm so happy because they're so scarce now. Right, right. Like they're coming gifts. back. They were just postponed. Look, Mary Stobbitz has a website. I do. <laughs> What's the URL? I have a... I have a band camp. Go to Distant okay. Duo's band camp. Distant Duo's band all the, camp. All the links are up there. Okay, okay. And then the thing's out for uh, you and Russ, too. Uh, uh, the invite, please. People, it's been oh, October 25, 2021. Distant Watt Peter, so keep your powder dry. <laughs>